Welcome back to Beyond the Uniform. I'm Justin Siri, and my goal is to help members of the military community thrive in their post-service career. Today's episode number 393 with Brian Reese. I said, Dad, I give veterans permission to get the benefits they've earned for their honorable service. And he kind of had that moment of like, whoa, what do you mean you give them permission? So many veterans, in fact, I think it's every veteran. We tell ourselves we don't deserve it. We tell ourselves other veterans are worse off than I am, so they can have the benefits, right? Or, or they deserve the benefits more than I do. Look, okay, I understand that many veterans might have it much worse than I do. Well, as some of you may have noticed, we've been missing episodes recently. I apologize for not maintaining our weekly consistency. Very grateful for today's guest, Brian Reese. Uh, He actually sponsored this interview, which is a huge help for us keeping the show going. It's actually the reason we're going to be able to do the next couple of episodes of having more resources to do that. But I also just want to share that I am so grateful that we did connect. I found this such an uplifting conversation. As you'll see, we talk authentically about vulnerability in the military, asking for help, a lot of wiring that we have that kind of keeps us from doing that as as military veterans. We talk about uh, his new book, which is called You Deserve It, which even the title is difficult for me to accept. I think there's a natural part of me as a human being, as well as a veteran, that just sloughs this off. Oh, I don't need to get my benefits. I don't need to go to medical. I don't need to do these things. And we just talk about that, uh, you know, really picking apart that myth and how we do a disservice to ourselves, to our communities, to our families by not taking advantage of a lot of these resources there to help us. And more importantly, we talk about how obfuscated this process can be, how difficult it can be to know your benefits and to actually do these things. And so Brian's got a great attitude on these things and the tactics to um, get the best support you need, both in, in your job search as well as in your benefits. We also talk a little bit about entrepreneurship. I am really in admiration of what Brian Brian has done. He's grown to over 125 team members. That's something as a you know 10 plus year entrepreneur I've yet to do and I aspire to do. And so incredible to hear about how he's built a purpose-driven organization for multiple companies underneath one umbrella, all with the goal of helping the military community. And I hope that his passion and enthusiasm come out in the conversation because he's certainly found a career path that's aligned with his mission. As always at beyondtheuniform.org, you'll find show notes for this episode with links to everything we discuss, VA Claims Insider, his other properties, as well as his book, You Deserve It. So with that, let's dive in to my conversation with Brian. Joining me today in Austin, Texas, my guest is Brian Reese. Brian, welcome to Beyond the Uniform. Hey, Justin. Thank you so much for having me. For guests, I, I kind of wish that we got in the habit of recording the session before we start the interview because Brian and I were on the verge of uh, just talking and, and getting to know each other for a half an hour before we started the recording. Just, you know, great to hear about his life in Austin and his experience at the Air Force Academy and so much of what we'll talk about in this interview. But let me give listeners a very abbreviated bio on Brian so you've got some context. So Brian is a leading expert 
on and advocate for U.S. veterans' benefits. He's a former active duty Air Force officer. He deployed to Afghanistan in support of Operation Enduring Freedom and received the Defense Meritorious Service Medal. He is a distinguished graduate of management from the United States Air Force Academy and earned his MBA as a National Honor Scholar from the Spears School of Business at Oklahoma State University. He is the founder and CEO of VA Claims Insider, which is a coaching and consulting company whose mission is to educate and empower veterans to get the VA disability benefits they've earned for their honorable service. And most importantly, as of very recently, he is the author of a book called You Deserve It. It's hot off the press. And uh, we'll talk about that as well today. So Brian, maybe just I'll make some space. Anything you want to add to or amend to that uh, public bio? No, thank you. I really appreciate the intro, Justin, and for having me on. And it is the highest honor of my life to have worn the uniform, serving while on active duty, deploying to Afghanistan with some incredible human beings. Uh, and defending freedom. And then with what we do today. So, you know, I'm able to continue to serve with our incredible team at VA Claims Insider to help veterans get all the benefits uh, that they're legally entitled to by law. It's so funny that we're having this conversation because literally yesterday I was talking to a friend who's getting out of the Marine Corps and, you know, he was explaining a situation where he, he took him forever to get his medical exam. And then he has a physical problem that felt like it was brushed aside. And I don't think about this a lot because I'm, you know, 15 years out of the military now. But as I'm looking back, I'm like, oh man, like I wasn't really aware personally of any of this stuff. And it's pretty big, you know, it's like a pretty big part, our health and disability and benefits and all of these things. I'm excited to get into that. Share a little bit about your own transition out of the Air Force and what that first search was like when you thought, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And thank you for asking that question. It's an important one. And so for all of our active duty listeners and even the veterans, this is so applicable for you. And I talk about some of my personal struggles in the book. I had no idea what I was going to do. You know, I was a very capable person. I felt like I was smart. I felt like I was trained, but I had so much anxiety around the transition of taking off the uniform, which is just crazy in hindsight. I mean, literally, it's crazy to me in hindsight. But when you're going through it, you don't know any different. And I, I think part of the struggle, Justin, is when you're wearing the uniform, everything's provided for you, right? You know Uncle Sam's going to drop you a paycheck every two weeks. You know you've got full medical benefits. You know that you're going to be taken care of. You're told what your job is going to be. You're provided the training. And so for me, honestly, I sort of forgot who I was and what I was good at and I think a lot of folks who wear the uniform, they discount how valuable they are to the American workforce. I mean, goodness. So one of our, our companies is HireVeterans.com. And so we help transitioning military veterans connect with some of America's top companies to find jobs. And look, I got a message for you. America's best companies want to hire you. They are looking for you. We are team players. You're mission oriented. You are absolutely capable of thriving in the civilian workforce. Okay. But it is absolutely natural for there to be some fear, frustration, anxiety around the transition. I went through it too. I really did. So uh, if I have one nugget though, Justin, to share with our current active duty folks, it would be this. Get your butt 
to the doctor, okay? If you are still wearing the uniform, your active duty, your guard reserve, and you're hearing my voice right now, you need to call your primary care manager at whatever base you're stationed at. You need to go see him or her, and you need to tell them everything going on with you. Nothing is too small. And I experienced this too, Justin, I'm sure you did as well. You don't think about these things when you're wearing the uniform. You don't want to be that guy or gal who's who's tapping out and going to sick call. You know, heaven forbid you're put on a profile and you can't deploy. You don't want to have that stigma, you know, of being the broken sick call warrior. And so I think that there's this culture in active duty of we downplay our issues. And what happens then, though, is because you don't go to the doctor enough on active duty, you aren't honest about your mental and physical conditions, they're not documented in your service treatment records, okay? Well, then when you transition out of the service and you become a veteran, now it's the ultimate catch-22, okay? Because you know that your conditions were due to your service or they happened while you wore the uniform. Maybe they're now made worse by your service, but then you start thinking about, okay, well now I'm a veteran. I think there's this thing out there called the Department of Veterans Affairs and they exist to to take care of me and my family. Hey, maybe I deserve benefits. And that's maybe the first time that you even have this awareness state that you're even eligible for veterans. And if, if that's the case, it's too late. It's too late and you're, you're doing yourself and your family a disservice because now you're trying to prove things after the fact that weren't documented while you wore the uniform. So again, if you're hearing my voice, your active duty military, your guard, your reserve, go get these conditions documented now. If you think you might have sleep apnea, okay, you have trouble sleeping, you wake up snoring, insomnia issues, depression, anxiety, uh, maybe a spouse or partner has told you that you you wake up gasping for air. If you think you might have a sleep disorder at all, go get a sleep study done now while you're wearing the uniform and get those things documented in your record, okay? In addition to, you want to have the medical care that you need. Right? The goal, and this is what I tell everybody, Justin, the goal is to get better. The goal is to make you eligible for veterans you deserve because of your honorable service, then get the help you need and then get better. That's really the whole purpose of this. I have to admit, I find myself getting angry hearing this because my experience wasn't on my radar at all. And I'm guessing 99.9% of people who serve, it's not on their radar at all. And I'm guessing part of that is just the demographic. You've got a young, healthy group. No one in their 20s is thinking about their health long-term or these impacts. But you're right. You hit the nail on the head. There's this mindset component of, I'll call it the I'm good mindset. Hey, I'm good. No, I can do it. I can tough it out. Like I see why that is such an incredible asset to our military and our country. And it's such an incredible disservice to the individual and their families and their children and their partner and all of these things. And so I just find myself getting angry because I can imagine like my friend last night was saying, going to the doctor is the lowest priority, but you really, I'm guessing you need to have this documented history. I have sleep apnea. I've had that since I was in the military. I never would have thought to bring that up. It's just, I feel like the work that you're doing is so valuable, but it's so frustrating me for me to think of how low of a priority this is for people who serve. Yeah, man, you're spot on with what you just added there. And 
you know, I talk about this in the book as well. You deserve it. The definitive guide to getting the veteran benefits you've earned. I mean, this is the veteran's Bible, right? This is the how-to playbook for how you get all the benefits that you've earned for your honorable service. And I share many of those stories, Justin, whether you're wearing the uniform or you're already a veteran, some nuggets, and I want you to avoid the mistakes that I made and maybe some of the mistakes that you made, one of them being we just don't prioritize it. And this is just crazy to think about now. I didn't even know the Department of Veterans Affairs existed until I attended the Mandatory Transition Assistance Program class the TAPS class, right? Which is, it's now mandatory DOD wide. And I mean, it just wasn't even on my radar scope. I was so nervous and frustrated and depressed and worried about the transition itself and what I was going to do next, that it just wasn't even a thought that, hey, I've got some mental health issues and some physical issues that I need to go get seen for. I I need to get help. I mean, look, if you're just hearing about the VA, and you're in your transition assistance program class, I mean, goodness, that is way too late, way too late. And so again, I mean, if there's one piece of advice I can give anyone wearing the uniform, pick up the phone, send an email, get on secure chat, whatever it is, make an appointment, go see your primary care provider and tell them everything. Nothing is too small. And the key is getting these things documented now. Now, even if they're not necessarily that bad right now, because you're 20 years old, you're 25, you're 30, you're 35, your 60 or 70 year old self is going to thank me down the line when these conditions are in your record Maybe they even are rated by the VA at, say, 0% or 10%. Because guess what? If the condition worsens later in life, you're now eligible for an increase. Okay, But if it's not documented in the first place, it gets infinitely harder to connect your disability conditions back to your service if it's not documented in your service records. Three things stand out to me, and I'd love your uh, perspective on this. So the first two are, you use two different phrases that I even noticed 15 years out of the military felt like a little tiny gut punch. You said, I need help. (laughs) You said, you deserve it. And I'm just going to call out for myself, but I don't think I'm alone on this. The thought of I need help still is really hard to say because I don't supposed to need help. I'm supposed to be providing help. Like even admitting that is very, very difficult for me to do still. And then even more so the title of your book, You Deserve It. I felt like an immediate pushback. No, no, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I don't deserve it. Or let me take care of my men and women or let me do all these other things for the team. And so those are the first two things that stood out is just even how difficult those words are to accept, I'm guessing, for a lot of our military population. But the third thing that stood out as you were talking is like, you are describing the Roth IRA. (laughs) You are describing the thing that we all know we should do, that if you start putting money into your Roth IRA at 21, 22, 23, you're going to be set for life. You won't see the benefits for 40 years. You won't experience the benefits until you're 65. So it's so easy to put it off because it doesn't matter in this second, but it's impacting your future. And I feel like it's something that I blew off financially when I was younger. I'm wishing I hadn't. And I heard thousands of people say the same thing. But what you're describing is the same phenomenon. Going to the doctor, documenting all this, it might not make the difference in the next five years, but it will make such a critical difference 
10, 20 years out. And I know that's so hard for us as a species to think ahead that far, but that's why we dominate the planet is that we can do that. So a lot of different things there, but, you know, just curious, any reactions? Yeah, man, you pulled out three big nuggets there that military members and veterans are not very good at admitting they need help, being honest about what they're going through, whether it's a, a mental condition, a physical condition, or both, you know, being open and honest and, and able to reach out and ask for help. But the biggest thing, and I talk about this in the book a ton, is mindset. And you picked up on it right away of you deserve it. And I was having a conversation with my dad. He lives in Minnesota. He's a former college instructor, business guru, just amazing man and role model for me in my life. And he asked me the other day, he said, he said, Brian, what do you actually do with VA Claims Insider? He's like, tell me what it is. And it struck me because of my response. And he picked up on it too. And I said, dad, I give veterans permission to get the benefits they've earned for their honorable service. And he kind of had that moment of like, whoa, what do you mean you give them permission? So many veterans. In fact, I think it's every veteran. We tell ourselves we don't deserve it. We tell ourselves other veterans are worse off than I am. So they can have the benefits, right? Or, or they deserve the benefits more than I do. Look, okay. I understand that many veterans might have it much worse than I do, okay? I fully admit that. You see folks signing by the side of the road, homelessness. It's, it's horrible. In fact, one of our missions and focuses end veteran homelessness, right? Which I think the underlying cause is mental health, which we'll get into another time. But we need to stop feeding ourselves that lie. The lies we tell ourselves are the things that hold us back. You do deserve benefits. If you wore the uniform of our country, you raised your right hand, you took an oath to support and defend freedom, right, against all enemies, foreign and domestic, you probably remember it, you do deserve benefits. Literally, it's a mindset switch that I encourage all active duty and military members to go through because you absolutely deserve it for your honorable service. And the other part of it is your benefits are mutually exclusive of any other veteran's benefits. If Justin gets benefits, great. They don't affect my benefits and vice versa. Okay, so again, you wore the uniform. I'm giving you permission to get the benefits you legally, morally, ethically, and medically deserve by law. Okay, nothing more, nothing less. Okay, but you wore the uniform. You absolutely do deserve it. The other thing that I wanted to share real quick, Justin, and as a Naval Academy guy and, and Air Force Academy guy, you probably went through this too. We are trained that our role is to take care of everybody else. It's to be the provider of our troops. It's to take care of them. I mean, I, I'm going to be vulnerable here because this is just what I do now. I share this stuff. I remember being deployed to Afghanistan and having a 13-member joint combat team. Here I am absolutely spiraling downhill from insomnia depression, anxiety. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I had so much panic. We were getting rocketed all the time. I literally couldn't calm myself down. And at the urging of one of my best friends who had flown in from, he was uh, in the Southwest at Camp Leatherneck. I was at Kandahar. Hadn't slept, man, in almost seven days. I mean, I was crumbling. I was aware of my physical condition, but everything was just in a haze. I was in a fog. And he saw me. He gave me a big hug. I started crying. Tears came down my face. He asked me what was 
going on. And the first thing I said to him was, please don't let them send me home. I mean, think about that. I mean, I am incapable at that point of leading my team. I'm sorry, but if you're not sleeping, I don't care how good you are. You can't lead anybody because you can't even lead or take care of yourself. And so I think what I learned through this experience, and by the way, he walked me to mental health. I started getting help while I was deployed, unbeknownst to anybody else. I mean, I was so worried about my commander finding out, which I found out was a complete myth. I thought they were going to send me home. Nothing happened. Everything was fine. He saved my deployment. He saved my life 100%. And and look, I'm here to tell y'all, it's okay not to be okay. It don't matter how big or strong you are. It doesn't matter if you were a Navy SEAL. It doesn't matter if you were officer enlisted. It doesn't matter how young or old you are. Nobody is immune to this stuff. Nobody. Okay. And man, I wish Justin, somebody would have been able to share that nugget with me during those times to say, Brian, look, if you can't take care of you first, you can't take care of anybody else. You're no good to your family. You're no good to the mission of the Air Force. You're no good to your troops. You got to get help. And so, again, some of this, I think, Justin, is it's a mindset shift and it's changing the narrative. And some of those things that are so deeply ingrained while you wear the uniform of, you know, hey, you're supposed to take care of everybody else first. You know, worry about them. Don't worry about you. I say bullcrap. You have to take care of yourself first, because if you're not okay, you can't take care of anybody else. A couple things I'll replay here. I'm just loving your articulation on these, Brian. So I really want to underscore that sense of taking care of oneself. I do a lot of work with men's groups. I actually lead a men's group with veterans. And we were talking about this last night. And, you know, my scenario was on Sunday. I have a two-year-old son and I took him for most of the day. And by the end of the day, I was catatonic. Like I did not take care of myself. There's very small things I could have done to take care of myself. And I was out of commission for like 12 hours. And it's like, the question for me is who am I really serving by grinding down to the bone, not taking care of myself? It's such a short-term focus. So that's, that's one thing. A second thing is in these men's groups. And even, you know, last night, I see this every single week. I trust someone so much more when they're open and honest about what's going on. And we had a guy in our group who shared about frustration and what was going on in his life. And every single person there, like, you know, he was hesitant to share this. He shares that he's struggling with someone and every single person in the group immediately feels closer to him, trusts him more, wants to support him more. And it's kind of a head game because it feels like the opposite. It feels like if I admit what's going on in my life, if I admit that I'm struggling, if I admit that I need help, people will push me away or not trust me. It's the exact opposite. And I feel like we do such a disservice to, you know, when I was on submarines, if you had a psychological evaluation, you kind of knew what you needed to say. And you knew that if you didn't say the right things, you wouldn't serve. So of course, you're going to distrust this and you're not going to be honest, which is exactly the opposite of what we want. 
And, and then one last thing I'll say is I love that you said that, that it's not mutually exclusive. And I would even argue, you know, I don't know the, the VA system at all, but I would argue that the more people getting help there, the more funding they're going to get, the more resources they're going to get. So it actually helps if more of us are going there. But you're absolutely right. Like me getting medical care from the VA, me getting disability, that doesn't take away from anyone, even though it may feel like that. So I just like you're really shining a spotlight on these mindset shifts that we all have that are not serving any of us or our families or our communities. Look, it's a personal choice, okay? You absolutely don't have to pursue your benefits if you don't want to. But guess what? If you choose not to, the only one you're hurting is yourself and your family. And so, you know, what I tell vets is if they're struggling with that mindset thing, and they're, they can't quite get over this, I'm not sure if I deserve it, I say, then don't do it for you, do it for your family. And that typically is a, a, a spark moment for them where they understand, okay, I'm ready, I need to pursue this. Thank you, Brian, for giving me permission. The other thing I wanna to touch on though, Justin, because this is huge, okay? And I will be the first to say, I did not understand this until about five years ago. Vulnerability, vulnerability, unabashed, completely raw, real, open vulnerability. If you are the first to be vulnerable, it is amazing the level of trust you can build very quickly. And if you have that trust, now you can have influence. And to me, that's what leadership is. Leadership is about influence. And so, you know, I actually, I've done this in a triangle. I actually wrote a a blog post about this. And if you think of a triangle, I've got it divided into three sections. Vulnerability is on the bottom, trust is in the middle, and influence is at the top, which I believe is leadership. You will be amazed at how your life can change when you start becoming uncomfortably vulnerable. When you can sit and tell your spouse, I got some mental health going on. I got some insomnia going on. I got some depression going on. I don't understand why I'm angry all the time. You know, like, I think I need to get help. And your spouse is going to laugh laugh at you and go, yeah, I already know that. (laughs) They they already know. But it is amazing when you start having those conversations about the struggles you're having. And the struggle's real. And we all go through it, okay? There is at least one thing going on in somebody's life that you know nothing about. But the truth is, you may be going through that too, And Justin, that was my experience with alcohol and drugs. I mean, looking back now, I abused alcohol and drugs for years. And I did it because I was hiding. I was trying to escape the pain of my mental health issues and my physical pain. Well, of course, I've, I've come to learn now, well, duh, I mean, I was absolutely an alcoholic. I was absolutely a drug addict, but it took me years to fully be able to admit that and to be honest and vulnerable about it and to say, you know what? Again, if I don't get sober, if I don't take care of me, I can't, I'm no good to anybody else. I'm no good to my family. I'm no good to my kids. I'm no good to our community of veterans. I'm no good to our teammates. And so again, I think that that's really the first step is looking in the mirror Maybe you've had too many benders in a row. Maybe you're on this constant cycle of, of uppers and downers, too much coffee in the morning, caffeine, you're wired, you know, then you're on sleeping pills and all this stuff, just to alcohol, drugs, just to try to fall asleep. You're on this constant crazy cycle. Okay. And until you look in the mirror 
and you're willing to be honest with yourself and say, I got a problem. I need help. Okay. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to change. In fact, one of the quotes I absolutely love until the pain of staying the same exceeds the pain of change, you won't change. Okay. I'm going to say that again. When the pain of staying the same exceeds the pain of change, only then will you change. And that's the epiphany moment, Justin, that I had. I remember waking up one morning in an alcohol drug infused craze and looking in the mirror. I mean, just bags under my eyes. I looked horrible. I felt horrible. And I remember just looking in the mirror going, I got to make a change or I'm going to end up dead or worse. I'm going to kill somebody else because of my behaviors. And it wasn't until I was really willing to be that brutally honest with myself that all this change happened. A couple things I'll bookmark for listeners. So I really admire this piece on vulnerability. And I think the thing I always have to remind myself is, and I'll just share my experience, hearing Brian talk about, you know, his decision to give up alcohol and drugs, his decision to to realize that he had mental things that he needed to address. I'm imagining, you know, when I share things like that, I have fear. It takes courage to share what Brian just shared. And my fear is that I will be looked down upon or judged by saying these things out loud. It's helpful reinforcement to hear like when I hear that from Brian, my respect for him immediately goes up. My trust of him immediately goes up. My desire to work with him and and be around him immediately goes up. The exact opposite of what I'm fearing occurs when I'm vulnerable. And I think, I think that's just a good lesson for listeners. Those things that you feel like you're least likely to want to admit, those are often the bridges to forge with people and to have them trust and want to be closer to you. The second piece on, on alcohol, I, I stopped drinking maybe uh, three, four years ago. You know, I just realized that it was a tool I was using to numb out. You know, a goal in my life is to be more present in this moment. And I just found that alcohol was just an easy thing that drove me in the opposite direction. And probably like many veterans, I'm a lot better in extremes. And it was easier for me to say just, you know, I won't touch alcohol. That's just something I won't do. It was easier for me to do that than to say whatever the rule would have been. Oh, on weekends or two drinks or whatever it was. It was just easier to say, look, plenty of things to do with my free time. I will cut that out. You know, whether or not that's the right call for people listening, I think that is something that we as a society can kind of, it can be a very slippery slope to being the people we want to be. I want to ask more questions around your book, You Deserve It, but I want to also give our audience a little bit more context. And so you you have started two companies, HireVeterans.com, VAClaimsInsider.com. They are not startups. You know, you have a team around you. You've grown it past a point that I've ever grown a company. I want you to give a little bit of insight around what you want them to know about those two organizations, and then we'll, we'll move on to the book. But I think that might serve as a good foundation for where the book came from. Sure. Yeah. So Justin, again, thank you for all of the things that you're sharing. And by the way, thank you for making the decision to stop drinking. And and by the way, I'm not an alcohol hater. Okay. I mean, people around me still drink and, and I don't have a problem with it. It was just a personal choice for me. I have realized a bit myself, I've, I've got a very addictive personality. I'm the kind of person who, when I'm at the poker table, I like to be all in. My chips are are in the center of the table as a lot of active duty 
and veterans are. We're alpha type A'ers, go-getters. We're not quitters. But, you know, truth is I I had just become a, a professional drinker. And I've had some people ask me, you know, Brian, how did you become an alcoholic? I tell them slowly and then all at once. That's really what happened. One turned into two, two turned into four, four turned into eight. And before I knew it, literally life was planned around when I could get my next drink, which is just crazy to think about now. What I'm going to share with you is this, something that really flipped the switch for me. Okay. Again, whether you choose to drink or not, that's a, that's a personal decision. I ain't going to hate you either way. I just want to plant a seed for you. Okay. An alcoholic is anyone whose life gets better when they stop drinking. That quote I found on Google, I don't know who it's attributed to, it's not mine. But when I read that, I literally had this moment of going, you know, I hate labels. Well, maybe I'm not an alcoholic, but I'm just going to stop drinking for a little bit and I'm going to see what happens to my life. Guess what? Life got a lot better when I stopped drinking. Okay. So just again, something for y'all to think about as you're moving through this thing called life. We've all got these struggles. They're real. I've been through many of them. It sounds like Justin has as well. Um, But in in terms of our companies, we are absolutely purpose-driven. I mean, Justin, I believe a hundred percent that God put me on this earth to give veterans hope and to share my stories and struggles to give y'all hope for the future and to realize that you can change and you can become the best version of you. Okay. So our main primary company is VA Claims Insider. We're over 125 teammates strong. We're all over the world. We serve about 1500 veterans per month right now in our membership programs. It's just an unbelievable blessing. And we exist to help fellow veterans celebrate life change. That is why we do this. What do we actually do? We help veterans get the VA rating they deserve in less time. What I learned leaving the Air Force in 2012, number one is I didn't know what I didn't know. We've kind of talked about that. Number two, I told myself I didn't deserve it. So I didn't pursue those things. I wasn't honest about what I was struggling with mentally and physically. And a lot of vets, maybe they've tried before Justin and they either get denied or they give up because of how confusing the processes. And look, I realized it shouldn't take an advanced degree, years and years of struggle and about 10,000 hours on the job, which, which I now have, it shouldn't take that level to get the benefits that you've deserved for your service. So literally at VA Claims Insider, we make VA disability benefits easy. That might sound like an oxymoron to you right now if you've ever looked into the system, but we've boiled the process, the complicated, confusing process that is the VA disability claim process, we've boiled it down into eight steps that happen for you and your family over 30 days. And so this can happen very quickly, okay, but you've got to take action. Okay, so if you need some help, if you're underrated in your benefits or you need some help getting the benefits that you think you deserve for your honorable service, you can start for free now at baclaimsinsider.com. Hire Veterans is a passion project of mine. So there's actually two other companies in our portfolio right now, militarydisabilitymadeeasy.com. That's one of our properties. It's a, a membership program that teaches veterans all about DOD disability, the integrated disability evaluation system, IDES, as well as VA benefits. Okay, so you can check out Military Disability Made Easy if you're interested in that educational component about uh, DOD and VA benefits. Um, But Hire Veterans really is an absolute passion project of mine because of that fear, frustration, and anxiety that I went through 
transitioning out of active duty. I mean, I was scared. I didn't know what I was good at anymore. And I even told myself that, you know, I don't think anybody would even want to hire me. Why would somebody want to hire me? That's just crazy. I mean, it's, it is absolutely mind boggling for me to think about that now, but it's what I thought going through it. And look, I'm, I'm going to be the first person to tell you whether you're wearing the uniform right now here in my voice, or you're already a veteran, companies are looking for you. They want you to be part of their teams. And so Hire Veterans is a website where a connector between the transitioning active duty service member, spouse, or veteran, and the employer who wants to hire you. Okay, we serve as that connection point. And you can get started at HireVeterans.com. It's free for uh, active duty and veterans. I was saying, I think that it's great that you've got such a clear purpose driving your organizations. Like I can hear that in your voice and the conviction that this is your purpose. I really like that you've built that into the DNA of the company, that this this why is giving you and your team a lot of leverage to serve more people. But I also admire just as an entrepreneur that the ways where I'm guessing you started with this thread of VA Claims Insider, but you've got militarydisabilitymadeeasy.com and hireveterans.com as you were serving this specific group of people, you started to uncover other pain points and other needs that you could help them with. And you've, you've branched out to create this portfolio of organizations that make life better for the military community. So I think that's, that's really a good lesson in entrepreneurship for listeners as well. So amidst this backdrop, what led you to write You Deserve It? I wrote the book that I wish somebody would have written for me. I mean, that's, that's it in a nutshell, in one sentence. I wish that six months or a year before I took off the uniform, somebody would have dropped this on my desk and said, hey man, here's your playbook. Here is your step-by-step action moment for you to get the benefits that you deserve for your honorable service. Federal VA benefits, There's a ton of state benefits that most veterans don't even know about. There's a ton of nonprofit and for-profit resources that exist to help veterans and their families. And we just don't know about it. We don't know what we don't know. And there's an inadequate education system out there. Okay. I mean, raise your hand if this describes you. You've gone to the Google machine and you've typed, how do I get VA benefits or How do I get state benefits for Texas if I'm a veteran? What are the disabled veteran benefits available to me in Florida? Because I live here and I'm wondering about property taxes. And you end up down this rabbit hole trail of clickbait where you click and click and click and click and click to go to the next thing to try to find the answer. And eventually you're more confused than when you started. That is what exists today. It is a fragmented mess for veterans to get federal benefits, for veterans to get state benefits, for veterans to get nonprofit and for-profit discounts. There just wasn't a compilation of the best of the best until now. Okay. And that's, that's really why I wrote the book. I wrote the book, Justin, that I wish somebody else would have written for me to make the process of getting the veteran benefits that I deserve by law, simple to understand, easy to get. That's what this is. It's an action book. Here's, so let's talk about fear, okay? I still have plenty of fears. Fears are natural. I'm sure you have fears, Justin. My biggest fear for this book is that veterans buy it 
and they let it sit on their shelves and they don't open it, okay? Now, I don't know about you, but I'm guilty of that. I buy lots of books and there's some books that are on my shelf that I haven't even flipped open the cover yet, okay? Nobody is gonna do this for you. You have to will your benefits into existence through your actions. One of the things I talk about all the time, I hate the quote, knowledge is power. I dislike the quote, knowledge is power. And the reason I dislike it is because I think it's misleading. I think knowledge is knowledge and power is power. Knowledge only becomes power through action. And my entire goal for this book is to equip and inspire you and your family to take action. My biggest fear, it will be a total failure if this book goes on your shelf and gathers dust. I will consider my biggest success when somebody sends me a picture of this book and it's all creased up and underlined and torn and flipped open and whatever. To me, that's what success is going to look like. When this book looks weathered, that means that veteran, that human being, that military member, that spouse, that caretaker, that VSO, that attorney, that person is going to get the result because they were willing to take action. I was going to say, I wish the TAPS class made this required reading, but then I'm like, I'm not sure if that's a good idea because I feel like I blew off everything from TAPS class. So maybe I'd blow off the book if they encouraged me to read it. But it seems like such a gift to anyone on active duty. Like it's like, even if you're listening, and you're not on active duty, like just pointing out these free resources of the book, like what a gift to someone on active duty. It, it, it's like the same thing is, is t- telling someone about a Roth IRA and to start that early and to, to get this. And one of the things I'm picking up between VA Claims Insider as well as the book is it's it does feel like there's two components. There's like the component of mindset and all the ways in which we trip over ourselves and that gets in the way. And then there's the obstacle of process and just how convoluted it is. And like you said, how you can go down the rabbit hole of endless searching online to try to figure this out. It is powerful that you and your team have it seems like you've cracked the code. You've made this simpler to follow. And, you know, if you can have a book or an organization save you hundreds of hours of searching on your own, like why not take that shortcut? This is one of those healthy shortcuts. So I think that's that's really powerful. I know that we're running out of time. And so I'll say for, we'll do one last question, but I'll say for listeners that the show notes at beyondtheuniform.org, as always, you'll find links to everything we discussed. You'll see a link to vaclaimsinsider.com and hireveterans.com, militarydisabilitymadeeasy.com, as well as the book, You Deserve It, the Instagrams page, the LinkedIn page, just other places you can stay abreast of what's going on in the industry. But I always like to, Brian, just ask an open-ended question at the end that you can take however you'd like. And it's just that we've covered a lot of ground, but I know that there's probably things that you could share that I haven't asked about. So the last question is just, what else would you want to make sure that listeners know, or what's kind of a final piece of advice you'd like to leave them with? Yeah. The final thing I want to leave you all with, and thank you for asking that open-ended question. I'm going to leave you with something that helped change my life. And again, it's a mindset thing. It is okay not to be okay. I'm going to say that again. It is okay not to be okay. I still struggle with PTSD, depression, anxiety, insomnia, anger issues, panic attacks. There's days, Justin, where it's a struggle for me to get out of bed and be productive. There's days where I have to tap out. Yeah, I'm running a a large company and an incredible team. Thank God I have them because there's days I have to tap out. And again, what I want to share with y'all is 
it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. What's not okay is if you don't get help. It's not okay is if you don't do anything about it. And so that is my hope. That is my prayer for anybody listening is take a look in the mirror, be open and honest with yourself, be uncomfortably vulnerable. Are you living the life? Are you being the person you were meant to be or not? Are you living to your full potential? Yes or no? Is there anything in your life that is holding you back or standing in your way, right? What is that for you? Maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's drugs, maybe it's work, maybe it's mental health, maybe it's physical pain, maybe it's a relationship problem, maybe it's a faith or spiritual issue, maybe it's a combination, right, of all of those things. But whatever it is, I'm just, I'm here to tell you that it's okay. Your life matters. You're here for a reason and we need you. Beautiful. It actually brings to mind, I was just listening to a podcast interview between Tim Ferriss and Jerry Seinfeld, the comedian. And one of the things that Jerry was talking about, I mean, it's it's pretty extraordinary to hear about how he works. I feel like his work ethic is something that would benefit every professional in their industry. But he talked a lot about how the mind is incredible and the brain is just this stupid prehistoric object and how often our brain, we act in ways that don't benefit us. And I feel like, Brian, you really hit on something that's probably universal in all of our brains, but certainly in my experience and military veterans experience. And that is that belief that it's not okay to not be okay. And like, I love that you're giving people permission to say like, I'm not okay. I, you know, put through that lens that Seinfeld talks about. It's this, um, it is that rewiring of realizing like, okay, we've been wired very likely through our military training to push through and to not admit when we're not feeling good. At least that was my experience. And just realizing like, okay, that's just something we got to reprogram. Just like the part of my brain that wants to watch eight hours of Netflix or the part of my brain that wants to eat ice cream Sundays constantly. I just got to rewire that and realize that's a natural inclination that doesn't actually serve me. And so in the same way you can overcome that, but the first step in overcoming it is just realizing that that's part of our wiring, that we're going to push back to admitting that we're not okay. And we're going to push back on asking for help. We're going to push back on taking things that are our rights, you know, realizing that we do deserve all of these things. So I know that we've just scratched the surface here today, but you can go deeper in Brian's book, You Deserve It. You can go deeper at vaclaimsinsider.com and hireveterans.com. Brian, thank you so much for the work that you're doing, the passion and the enthusiasm that you bring to it and the authenticity. I really enjoyed our conversation. Same, Justin. I really appreciate it. And, and everybody wearing the uniform, thank you for your service. Everybody who has served as a veteran, thank you. It is absolutely the highest honor of my life to continue to serve. Okay. And if you need some help, please reach out. Just know that you're not alone. Okay. Service, service, service. Beyond the Uniform is written and produced by me, Justin Asiri, with the help from our chief of staff, Steve Bain, our editor, Lex Brown, and our head of social media, Janelle Hanf. We are an all-volunteer organization and would greatly appreciate your help in any of the following ways. First of all, spread the word. Beyond the Uniform has over 380 podcast episodes and 15 on-demand webinars, all offered for free. Help us spread the word on social media, at military bases, or whatever gets this resource in front of the men and women who need it. Positive reviews on iTunes go a long way towards this as well. Second of all, sponsorship. Beyond the Uniform relies on sponsorship to keep us going. There is so much more we'd like to do, but just don't have nearly the resources to do it. If you know of a company that would advertise in any way with Beyond the Uniform, please send them our way. 
third of all donations. If you're in a financial position to donate, you can find more information on the support section of our website. At our website, beyondtheuniform.org, you'll find over 380 episodes categorized by industry, functional role, and more. You'll also find both free and for purchase resources that take a deeper dive on topics related to career growth. Thank you for your support as we aim to help members of the military and their families thrive in their post-military career in life.